Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, it is a Friday heading into a wild and crucial NFL weekend. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening or watching, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. One hour from now, my blazing five picks off a undefeated week. Four wins, no losses, and a push. Got some momentum. Love my picks. It was a very difficult night last night for my partner, Jason McIntyre, who is a it's clinical. He is a Jets fan beyond any reasonable measure. So how are you feeling this morning? <laughs> feeling great. Christmas weekend is here. Um, very excited. A lot of football over the weekend. Putting last night behind me, Colin. Putting it behind me. We move on. We're fans, but... You know, we got a life to live and Christmas to enjoy. Yeah, well put. Well, I have to talk about it. So, Zach Wilson, year one, completed 55% of his throws. That was last of all the quarterbacks who qualified. And Zach Wilson, in year two, has completed 54%. That is last among all the quarterbacks who would qualify. Zach Wilson is not a franchise quarterback. He's not a starter in this league. He could be a backup. I have my doubts. Generally, backups are older, mature guys, very good in the room, teachers, mentors. You know, Colt McCoy's dad was a coach. Colt McCoy can come in and win the occasional game. Good in the room, good with film, good with young quarterbacks. That's not really Zach's thing. He's the second most popular quarterback on the team, and yet he's the starter. The good news is, and there is good news, the roster's really good, some good young receivers, Um, It was a standalone game. Everybody saw it. Nobody can deny it. And you had a star young quarterback as a comp next to him playing on the road against the better defense. And he looked really, really, really good like a starting franchise quarterback would. 
Zach Wilson had seven drives, 78 yards. A former CFL backup quarterback, Chris Streveler, had one drive for 83. The backup was noticeably bigger, noticeably stronger, more mobile, more confident, more athletic, and more successful. It's no longer a debate. Go big or go bigger. Just ask yourself. Mike White, 27 years old, has to play Patrick Mahomes, 27 years old, Super Bowl MVP. Does it feel like a fair fight? Josh Allen, twice a year, Mike White. That the answer? Tua, Mike McDaniel, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell versus Mike White. Is that the answer? Or you could draft one. Another rookie quarterback against Bill Belichick, who you know owns rookie quarterbacks and will eventually get a real offensive coordinator. Is that the answer? It's New York. Go big. You know, these teams that try to save money or convince themselves they didn't get it wrong, you're just, it's like a shovel. You're just, you continue to dig. Look around. Look at your division. Josh Allen, Belichick. The answer isn't another young quarterback. This roster is actually pretty good. It's not like the Giants. A generic roster in a generic stadium. The Jets have an elite corner, and they're not paying him anything. Some really nice, good young receivers. And they're not paying them anything. They're not tied to an ugly quarterback contract. They need a left tackle and a veteran quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, for the record, played in this system. The coach from San Francisco, the coordinator for the Jets, he knows the system. Been banged up a little, but it was an ankle injury. Not shoulder, not throwing arm. Uh, Derek Carr. Again, Derek Carr in utter chaos in a tough division willed the Raiders to the playoffs last year. But the good news is the roster's fine. You're not tied to any bad contracts. But Zach Wilson's not it. And there's total clarity today. Total, absolute clarity. That's what's great. You get these games buried in the 1 o'clock window and somebody sees stats. Nope, we all saw it. Cold, windy, just added elements. He looks small. He looks lost. It's okay. But half the guys you take in the first round just do not work. Don't convince yourself it does. We all saw it. We know it's bad. Here's the head coach after. We haven't seen the last of them. But, um, but right now, we just, he just got to focus on finding ways to get better. We got to find ways to help him. Uh, we got to find ways to protect better. We got to find ways to run better. We've got to find better ways to call the game better. We got to, we've, we've got to do a lot. It's not just, it's not just him. It's a, it's a collective whole. We've all got to find ways to get better. No, it's mostly him, and that's okay. It's mostly him. So the bigger game tomorrow is the Cowboys, and they're taking on the Eagles. But the Eagles are now traveling a little beat up. And they're going to use a backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, who's not terrible. Kind of fun to watch. Good backup. Rob Ninkovich, former NFL player, was on uh, the other network. ESPN was talking about the pressure is now absolutely, no, not on Dak. The pressure's on Mike McCarthy, he said. And this is what we discussed yesterday. Dak goes 13-3, and got all the credit. Zeke got suspended for six games. His passer rating plummeted, 
It wasn't a reality check on Dak. It was criticism that Zeke wasn't mature. Then Jason Garrett's fault. Then the contract negotiation of fault. Now Jerry Jones sometimes. It's his fault. Now it's Mike McCarthy's fault. This is what I talked about yesterday. The articles are already being written. If Mike McCarthy does not win, folks, Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl and went 4-1 and one with Cooper Rush. Mike McCarthy's fine. He's not Belichick. He's not John Harbaugh. He's not Andy Reid. Nobody's saying he is. He's not Kyle Shanahan or McVay. There's five or six guys top of the food chain. He's not. But he's in the mix with the other 15 guys who have jobs and have steady employment. What's interesting, though, about Dak is his predecessor, Tony Romo. I remember defending Romo for years. Um, He got crushed. And it's interesting what we do with quarterbacks. Peyton Manning, for over a decade, his label was Peyton Manning can't win the big game. Before that, I grew up with John Elway, who was crucified for getting blown out in Super Bowls. Not a bad place to get blown out. Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of heat for not winning the big game. Josh Allen now starting to hear it. <clears throat> when are you going to get to the big one? And Tony Romo, the predecessor to Dak, took a lot of heat. If you go look at their regular season numbers, and Dak has had on average a significantly better offensive line, not necessarily close. For our radio audience, they're the same, same quarterback. Dak, slightly better. You go to the playoffs, Romo's better. You go to the fourth quarter, which really matters for quarterbacks, and Tony Romo's absolutely better than Dak. But that's what's interesting. Tony was better in the playoffs. Tony is better in the fourth quarter. Yet Tony Romo got crucified. So you say to yourself, well, I mean... Dak is the underdog story. Fourth round. Tony Romo was undrafted. (laughs) Tony Romo didn't get paid for years and years in this league. Tony Romo had bad offensive lines. Tony Romo had Jason Garrett, who took all the heat for Dak. It's not that I don't like Dak. I do. He's a good B-plus quarterback. He's Kirk Cousins with a better brand. But it is remarkable how we always blame the quarterback for years, even great ones, Elway forever and Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. Matt Stafford, when he came to the Rams, a lot of people are like, he can't win the big game. (laughs) He won the Super Bowl first year. Tony Romo, small school guy, got clobbered. Dak, it's not about Mike McCarthy this weekend. Got a Super Bowl, 4-1 with Cooper Rush. Went 13-3 with Favre. Got a ring with Aaron Rodgers. Winning record with a backup. Mike McCarthy has led Dak to 100-plus passer rating since they've been together. This is on Dak. At home, Eagles beat up Gardner Minshew. Dak's got to win this game. Dak's got to win this game. If Joe Burrow can win without his top running back and Jamar Chase go on the road and win, got to win this game. Everything lines up for you. It's not on Mike McCarthy this weekend. All right. Blazing five, top of next hour on a little bit of a heater. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, impressive last night. Aaron Rodgers doing more talking about his offseason. It's fascinating. Um, (laughs) Belichick. I've got a strong take on the Patriots, which I think is contrarian 
take, uh, but I really feel strongly about it. I've got that around the corner, too. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. I didn't think it was the easiest environment for anybody to quarterback last night, but considering he faced a better defense, a defensive head coach, on the road, uh, Trevor Lawrence was pretty good. 7 for 16 on third down. 370 yards, excellent 20 for 31, seven yards a a pass, no penalties. There's only five NFL quarterbacks I would not pick up the phone for. I have them. I'm not picking up the phone. Don't bother calling me. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. That's it. Everybody else, including Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Stafford, I take a call. Um, High school, college, and pro. I saw Trevor Lawrence play in high school at a tournament in San Diego. Kid picks it up very quickly. There was a moment at the Super Bowl this past year when um, I met Trevor Lawrence. Uh, it was at a, a you know dinner party thing event, 
and he's only 23 years old, I was completely struck by his presence and his maturity and his confidence. It looked like, it felt like, it sounded like I was talking to somebody in their mid-30s. Um, last night was a perfect example of why he is going to be great. He fumbled on the first drive, right? Deep, own territory, really ugly. Jets get it, kick a field goal. He's trailing, bad start. They just beat the Cowboys. He's on the road. He just fumbled. You're not focused. A young team in New York on primetime. Classic letdown spot. Classic implosion spot. He takes a deep breath, gets the following kickoff, drives 60-some yards, gets a field goal. They force a punt, gets the next drive, 95-96 yards, touchdown. Game over. Thanks for flying United. That was the game. I preach this with young quarterbacks all the time. Keep your emotion mostly to yourself. At the podium, keep your thoughts mostly to yourself. Bland is best. Yeah, I know Brady, when he finally got to Tampa after all those trophies, showed more emotion. He earned it. But most of the young, talented quarterbacks that unravel, Baker Mayfield's one of them. They can't control themselves. They can't control themselves at a podium. There's too much emotion. There's too much cowboy. This kid's a grown-up. And if you look at Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, the one thing they all have in common, they've got some emotional discipline, they can be sometimes kind of bland in terms of podium. It can be kind of cliched. Exactly. Last night was the classic letdown spot. Just beat the Cowboys. Young team. People talking playoffs. Go to the bright lights. Amazon. Here we go. Fumble first possession. Nope. Head down. Keep it bland. Execute. Composure. Discipline. Not cool words in 2022. I know. Here's Doug Peterson after. For the most part, I thought he did a nice job of, of controlling and managing what we asked him to do, you know, and the weather was obviously a challenge uh, with the wind and the rain, but, um, you know, I thought he did a, played tough again, played physical, um, and that was really, really good to see out of, out of our quarterback. I'm happy for Doug Peterson. Uh, when he was on the beach for a year, I implored USC to take a look at NFL guys uh, we thought he would be a really good fit with Trevor Lawrence. Every quarterback he works with, he does a really good job to simplify the complicated. Nick Foles, we saw it with Carson Wentz before he got hurt. Uh, we are now seeing it with Trevor Lawrence. Part of the genius of Andy Reid, he takes the complex, he makes it simple. Doug Peterson, an Andy Reid disciple, has done the exact same. Good news for Jacksonville. They have some holes, not at quarterback. The Jets don't have a lot of holes, but a big one at quarterback. I'd rather be the Jags this morning. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. No jet screen for me today. Got to wear a fun, exciting shirt. I'm not going to get down about the loss. I'll just say I had I had a general manager text me. I was in a little text thing last night. He said, man, I feel bad for the Jets. Finding the right coach and finding the right quarterback in this league is really hard. If you're a GM and do it for 30 years and can get one-star quarterback and one-star coach, that is better than average. And just remember, this coach and GM signed off on Zach Wilson at the draft. I know. Justin Fields was on everybody the board. Ma- everybody makes mistakes. It happens. I mean, I rarely make them. You make occasionally mistakes. <laughs> uh, let's go here with the Tom Brady and the Bucks. Frustrating season all around, but they still lead the division. At 6-8, and eight, 
Despite the ups and downs, Bruce Arians is keeping things positive and remaining confident in the team. Here's what he had to say. This is going to be one of those seasons where fans say, I hate you, I hate you. Oh my God, I love you, I love you. (laughs) Todd Bowles will win the division. Whatever happens after that, I hope we get rings. Who cares if our record is 8-9? and nine? Regardless of whether you're 17-10, and 10, 17-0, or 4-13, and 13, you win the division and you get to have a division banner and then you try for your goal next year to get to the Super Bowl. Colin? Well, it's been since the preseason, for the record. It's been choppy. The O-line fell apart in the preseason. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been a year where it doesn't feel buttoned up to me, but it, it just felt off. In August. Well, the big thing it was what? Arians is gone. Todd Bowles is in, com- in yeah. control. I mean, I don't mean to hammer Bowles, but that's the biggest change on this team. There were some offensive line issues, right? And I just looked at the injury report, Colin, during the commercial break. You, you know, they're going to Arizona. They're big favorites. They should cruise over a beat-up Arizona team that's done for the season. Vita Vea, Donovan Smith on the offensive line. They're hurting, haven't practiced. Antoine Winfield in the secondary. Jamel Dean, Mike Evans, all on the injury report. Like, what, what, what's going on with this team, man? I, I don't know what to make of Tampa at all this season. It is interesting when when you're a go-either-way player and you really love the locker room and you love the momentum, do you, do you fight your way to play? Or if you're a go-either-way guy and you're just not into it, do you not fight your way to play? I'm not saying anybody's dogging it. What I'm saying is a lot of these injuries are game-time decisions. And it's it's this this whole year has felt like a downer for this team. A lot of chaos. Yeah. And the weird thing is, I keep coming back to this, Colin. They're going to host a playoff game if they win the division, and it might be Dallas. And knowing Tom Brady's history, and McCarthy's last year yeah. playoff game, and Dak Prescott, can Tampa get to the second round of the playoffs? And then who knows what happens? I mean, what, any thoughts on Tampa in a playoff run? One and done. Definitely want to even done. at home. I, you know, home field advantage in the playoffs. Tennessee by home lost. Green Bay by home lost. I think Tampa lost at home last year to Stafford and the Rams, right? Where did Stafford yeah. make that awesome play in the fourth quarter? It was like 27 yeah. 10, not I, 10. Home or field in the play. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Kansas City home and away. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I think Mahomes and Andy Reid, I think they travel well. Cincinnati, by the way, Buffalo. I, I never feel like Buffalo got outplayed. Uh, by Miami at home, Josh Allen made great plays, but I didn't feel like. Yeah, I know we, we, the crowds matter for the ambiance of a stadium, but you know everybody's got the helmet stuff on now. I just I don't feel like I don't. Seattle, by the way, at home this year's lost to like Carolina and they lost to Atlanta supposed, at home. Yeah. At home, and that's supposed to be the loudest stadium in the league. So I don't know how much it matters. Quick reminder: Reed and Mahomes have lost two AFC Championship games at home. Cincinnati, and of course Brady and. Um, Belichick. All right, next up, Russell Wilson sat out last week's matchup with the brutal concussion he suffered against KC. Uh, Brett Rippon came in and, and did the job, got the dub. Uh, sounds like Russ is ready to return to action this week. Here's what he had to say. I feel great. Uh, super aware. Uh, the, the, the medical team here did a great job. Um, you know, and uh, we just... Uh, you know, I think that uh, <clears throat> to be able to heal quickly and just to be able to get back on the field, to be able to practice Wednesday and, you know, and Thursday and Friday, I've been blessed. I think a lot of 24-7 treatment, you know, um, pretty much, you know, uh, just having great people around you. And then also, too, just it, it's a lifestyle, you know, it's a lifestyle. You know, you know this game is a physical game. And, uh, you know, I didn't sign up for, you know, I've said this before, but I, don't, I didn't sign up for tennis. You know, I signed up to play a physical game. 
I think you and I are in the camp of just let's reboot it, get the right mm. coach. They do have to solve the offensive line. So they're not getting rid of Russ. I think their receivers are good. Not great, but good. The tight ends have talent. The defense is unbelievable. They're a little bit like the Jets. The difference is the Jets, you can argue, have the right coach. Yeah. This this operation right now, I just don't think has. I think Nathaniel Hackett, I should have thought of this when it happened and I didn't, is that between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, how much impact did Nathaniel Hackett really have with that offense? Because it looks like he has an offense and no second gear. This is what he knows. So Matt LaFleur, with Mike Vrabel, had one offense, goes to Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, can run a different style offense because he's got a different quality quarterback. But you start looking at LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers kind of do what they do. The truth is, and he reportedly interviewed well, he may just have one offense. That's it. He thought he was getting Aaron to Denver. Somebody told me this about six months ago. He thought he was getting Aaron. So if Aaron goes to Denver, it doesn't look like this. But Russell can't run the Aaron offense. And this is, he has no second gear. You want a glass-half-full Denver Broncos outlook? I do. So look at the last three weeks, Colin. They go to Baltimore in a game, big underdogs. They cover the spread, lose by one. Following week, they're playing Kansas City. They're down 27-0. They fight back. Close loss, right? Russell Wilson gets knocked out. And then last week, you know, the backup comes in and they win the game against Arizona. I know Arizona stinks, but that's three straight... Kind of decent performances. Three covers if you're from a gambling perspective. Maybe they finish strong here and there's some optimism. I don't think Hackett comes back, but they obviously have a defense, like you said, like Sertan, and that defense well, is pretty you can, good. You can absolutely trade one or two defensive pieces, get some draft capital back, and just rebuild the O-line. New coach O-line. Because Tennessee has proven in a stronger, you know, in the AFC. They're both in the AFC. Tennessee has proven. Run game, defense, smart coach wins a lot of games, even if you're just okay at quarterback. If Russell is just now okay, they get the O-line, the run, they have that young running the back. young running back, he's out for the season, okay. Javante Williams. Go get another running back, solve the O-line. By the way, Tim Patrick, good receiver, missed the, I think he's like a 2-3, missed the whole season. Jerry Judy, Hamler, Sutton, like they've got weapons. They protect Russ. This team, I don't want to get too excited about next year, but they got something. Uh, and finally, speaking of Denver, uh, the Dolphins made a big splash at the deadline. Remember, they picked up Bradley Chubb from Denver in six games with Miami. Chubb, 2.5 sacks, 21 pressures. He knows he can do a lot more. I want to be more dominant, you know what I mean? I want to be more uh, taking over games, and, and, and that's kind of the reason they brought me here is to do that, to help this defense take it to the next level. And I feel like, yeah, we took it up a notch, but it's a whole it's a whole other level we could take it to, and I want to be the catalyst for that. I am very... Mm. Very pro Miami. Yeah, we're on opposite sides here. It's a good one. This is the hat wager. Everybody knows. Everybody's been. I know Friday's a big show, but Cowherd will wear a hat backwards for the second hour. A Dolphins hat. If the Packers get the victory. I don't even know. Did I sign a contract for this? Uh, just... well, you're on. It's got to happen, Cowherd. Come on. I did the gritty here. You know, you got to <laughs> wear a hat backwards for an hour. Come on, Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. You know, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, big fan of your work, obviously. Yeah. You know he wants to get the victory, not only to beat the Dolphins, stay just in the playoff hunt, but just to yeah, 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 stick it to me. Yeah. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. So, you know, there's, there's the saying that you eat with your eyes first. All right, so you go to a nice restaurant, they want to make it look appealing. You eat with your eyes first. So 
Uh, generally, you watch something. Generally, you trust your eyes on things, right? Looks dangerous, stay away. Looks overcooked, stay away. I think one of the issues with Zach Wilson with the Jets, it just doesn't look right. He looks small and he looks lost. Um, he can't see the blitzes coming. Um, he doesn't see the field particularly well. Um, like, like if Justin Fields doesn't work out in Chicago, he's big. There's a lot of wow moments. He's physical. He's fast. You can get fooled by some of these guys. Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota. They're big. They're mobile. There's wow moments. They run over players. They jump over players. They make big throws. This is hard. Again, I'm, I'm texting general manager last night, and he's like, man, finding the right coach, there's five great ones right now in the world. Find the right quarterback, there's five great ones in the world. It's hard. To get them simultaneously, you're Kansas City. You know, you're, you're Sean Payton, Drew Brees. Like, at any one time, there's two all-time coaches, quarterbacks, Bill Walsh, Montana. It's just hard. But it doesn't even look right. Even next to Mike White, his backup, Zach looks like his little brother. Next to coaches, he looks small. And it's funny. Is it because he plays small? Patrick Mahomes, I looked it up, he's 6'2 on the Chiefs website. Aaron Rodgers is 6'2. Deshaun Watson is 6'2. Dak is 6'2. Zach Wilson's listed at 6'2. He looks small. And maybe it's because he plays like he's completely, utterly overwhelmed. The game is hard for him. At BYU, mostly a weak schedule. His biggest year was a COVID year, the weakest of the BYU schedules. He rarely got hit. You know, I said this yesterday, is that asking a kid like, like Justin Fields, Ohio State to the NFL, well, it's a big ask, but Ohio State's a massive program with a grown-up media and uh, high speculation. You're in big games. You're in TV games. So you go to Chicago, big big city Chicago. It's a, it's a leap, but it's a reasonable leap emotionally. Uh, it, it's a reasonable leap, right, to go from a rich kid, BYU, kind of protected, small-town media, I mean really small media, to New York City ferocious, aggressive media, defensive coach, uh, a often chronicled, documented, viewed division. This is not the NFC South. Before Brady got there or when Sean Payton left, we don't pay much attention to it. This is, it is a big ass. Cross country, New York from Provo. Kid grew up, a little bit of Johnny Manziel money, probably a different life, not a lot of, you know, struggle, some like every kid. But, you know, he's a great-looking kid, and my takeaway is that's a big ask. I mean, Justin Fields to the Bears, that's an ask. But, I mean, Ohio State football feels like it's 25% pro football. It's a factory. It's a huge, it's a huge program. Big schedule. Michigan's on the schedule. You'll play in Alabama, Georgia, Clemson. You know, it's a whole different ballgame. You play at these like Alabamas or LSUs in Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, you know, you're, you're Notre Dame. Those are TV programs. You're facing NFL rosters every weekend. His best year was in a COVID year when the BYU schedule was, isn't the most daunting to begin with. It was a little light. And it just feels like it was too much. And I, I, it's remarkable to me. He looks so small, but yet you look at the numbers and he's no smaller than a lot of the other guys. 
but he's it just you you eat with your eyes what does it look like it just doesn't look close he look doesn't look close to working be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific hey i'm doug gottlieb the podcast is called all ball we usually talk all basketball all the time but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up. And so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. All right, Blazing Five. 
of a nearly unblemished week. Top and neck. Plus, I have my upset of the year. <laughs> I can't wait. Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback. You know, I was just saying this is that, you know, nobody wants to talk about bad quarterback play, but um, it, it's one thing to have quarterback struggle. I have a theory now that over the last five or six years, I'm going to give you Thanksgiving of year two. These quarterbacks now, seven-on-seven camps, they come in much more sophisticated, much more sophisticated college offenses. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's It's a much more seamless transition. Thanksgiving year two, I've got to see something. I almost think Zach's regressed. I I, I just think it's – does Jimmy Garoppolo make sense to you because he knows this system? Yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of where the Jets are right now, and I think that's part of why they had to force him back into the lineup, even though the locker room might not fully believe in him. And I I think some of the leadership questions that came out of his reaction to that New England loss last month, you know, certainly creep up again. Um, But, you know, this is really about where the Jets are at right now and where Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are and putting that team together. It's a team that's ready to win right now, Colin. And you look like what they're going to be bringing back next year I mean, the two injured guys coming back and Oliveira Tucker and Brees Hall on top of Garrett Wilson and Quinnen Williams and Sauce Gardner. Um, it's a team that's got a very functional running game. It's a team that's got a really good defense. I, I think the fair thing to the locker room is to give them a quarterback they can win with. They can't take another developmental year at the can't. most important position on yeah. the field. And so they got to get a clean read over the next three weeks on what Zach Wilson is going to be in 2023 or – they got to turn to a quarterback that they know very, very well. And, of course, you and I both know where all those coaches came from. They came from San Francisco. And so I think the availability of Jimmy Garoppolo definitely complicates this for Zach Wilson. Yeah, and Jimmy's injury, it should be noted, was not, you know, in his throwing shoulder. It's, you know, below the knee. He would be potentially back if they got to an NFC championship. He's potentially back. Debo's back sooner. So I think Garoppolo's going to have a fairly small market, but he's not super expensive. By the way, the Jets aren't paying their their interesting young receivers. They're not paying Brees Hall. They're not paying Sauce Gardner. So they got a little bit of of money to spend. So, you know, let's talk. You know New England very well. Uh, I think they're going to play very well this weekend. The the nasty wins in Foxborough are going to help out, slow down Cincinnati's vertical passing game a little bit. But you were making a point to me during the break is we look at that final play and we're like, whew, yeah. that's embarrassing. <laughs> but it it wasn't the only one. Like, like it, yeah. it's it, – you tell me. I said it before the season. It was viewed maybe as a hot take. Robert Kraft is now sending messages through the media. Like, could this be it for Belichick? It's well, I mean, like, let's look at that play then. Right. Like and that play wasn't an isolated incident in that game. It was a symptom of something bigger going on. And, you know, you watch and you see there's the block punt where they were all discombobulated and out of sorts. There was the goal line situation where Bill calls a timeout that negates a touchdown. There was a false start that wound up negating another touchdown. I mean, these sorts of things were happening in game. And, you know, quite frankly, Colin, they've been happening all year. And I think that this is go, this goes back to the offensive coaching staff, you know, and, you know, the bill, bill has always owned football in a way where it's like you own the margins, you own the little things. That's where the Patriots have always been better than everybody else. Right. And I, I think this is a situation where when you don't have the big things taken care of, it's very hard to worry about the little things if you're a player. And so I think, you know, from a big picture standpoint, when you look at this, if you're Robert Kraft, I think you have to look at it and say, 
where is the direction of the offense? Where is our young quarterback going? Where are we investing our money? And right now, I think those are some questions that Bill's going to have to answer. And if Bill doesn't make a change on his own when it comes to those offensive coaches, does Kraft deliver an ultimatum? Now, I don't think Kraft's going to fire Bill, but if Kraft does deliver an ultimatum, how does Bill receive that? Now, I was in Dallas in 2007. It was Wade Phillips' first year there. And when Bill Parcells walked away before that year, everybody was talking about like the relationship between he and Jerry and Stephen Jones. It wasn't because he hated Stephen and Jerry Jones. It was because he came in on his own terms, did the job on his own terms. And then when he couldn't do the job on his own terms anymore, it was time for him to leave. And that's who, that's who Belichick learned from. You know, so I just think there's a lot of things that are going to need to be sorted out whenever this season ends for New England. And I think how the owner approaches it and how Bill approaches it are going to be key to where this relationship is going forward. Again, I don't think Bill's getting fired, but I certainly see where things could be pretty strained after the year. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, the Garoppolo to the Jets makes sense. Uh, I can see Josh McDaniels moving off Derek Carr and getting his own guy. I can see mm-hmm. Tennessee looking at Burrow Mahomes, Allen Herbert, and saying, let's go get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I could, I can honestly see them moving off Derrick Henry. He's now got a lot of carries. They're going to have to pay him a fortune. Yeah. And running back-centric teams aren't winning. Um, I'll just throw it out there. Derek Carr, gut feeling. Raiders keep him or not, because there are a lot of teams. Jets, Giants, Titans. I mean, that Jets roster and that Titans roster, those are rosters ready to win right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I could argue they're better than the Raiders roster. Um, where do you think Derek Carr ends up? Well, there's a key, you know, decision point in this contract there. I think you and I have talked about it before. Three days after the Super Bowl, there's $40 million in there that vests as fully guaranteed. So the Raiders come, you know, whatever, whatever the decision is, the Raiders are going to have to make it by mid-February, three days after the Super Bowl. And I think very much, you know, his job is on the line over the next few weeks. How he plays over the next few weeks could determine the way that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler go with this. And I think complicating that decision the same way the Jets' decision is complicated by the availability of Jimmy Garoppolo is the fact that for Ziegler and for McDaniels, there are going to be two quarterbacks out there potentially available that they have background with in Garoppolo and Tom Brady. And so, you know, when they decided to do the contract with Derek Carr, really the idea was he's going to be like Alex Smith in Kansas City for us. We're going to be able to build around him. We're going to be able to build the roster up. And he's going to buy his time to find whoever the next guy is. Is Garoppolo better suited for that role in Vegas than Derek Carr is? Do they think they're close enough to win with Tom Brady? Like, Do they think that it's worth it to go all in on a 46-year-old quarterback? Those are the questions that I think are going to be asked whenever the Raiders' season ends. And I do think that the way that Derek Carr finishes his first year in Vegas over the next few weeks could wind up coloring that decision-making. So if Gardner Minshew goes into Dallas – on the road, backup quarterback, they can't run the same mm-hmm. offense, and beats the Cowboys. <laughs> Monday, who do you believe will get the heat, McCarthy or Dak? I mean, I I think it's probably McCarthy. Now, I think Mike's done enough this year where it would really have to look bad for him to be out, right? Like, you look at some of the things they've gone through – they won with Cooper Rush over a five-game stretch. They withstood the loss of a Hall of Fame tackle in Tyron Smith to replace that Hall of Fame tackle. They got a guard ready to play and playing at a high level. Now, he's a first-rounder, but he was playing guard through the spring and summer. So you look at the little pieces here, even like going back to the hire of Dan Quinn and what it's meant for them defensively, 
And, and Mike McCarthy, actually, over the last year or so, you know, ever since we were talking about his job security, ever since, you know, that debacle at the end against San Francisco in the playoffs, like we've seen Mike McCarthy actually build up some equity here. And so I think for the first time, maybe more than ever, people are going to start to look at Dak. He's on a big contract now. The dynamics changed a little bit. There are a lot of things that are right around him. They fixed the offensive line. You know, I, I think you sort of look at this and it's easy to look at some of the things that Mike McCarthy's done over the last year now and say, you know what, he's starting to build some credibility in Dallas the way he did in Green Bay. Yeah. And then, you know, you look at Dak and how he's played. And like when he doesn't play well, when he throws a crucial pick like he did last week against Jacksonville, you start to look at it and you say, there aren't a lot of places to point the finger anymore yeah. than right at number four. So I do think you're probably going to see more blame on Dak if this doesn't work out than you have in the past. Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback. Good seeing you, bud. All right. Thanks, Colin. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you. So he, he played Brady and lost. He played Aaron Rodgers and lost. He played Trevor Lawrence and lost. So arguably the three most talented quarterbacks Dak faced, he, he didn't play particularly well. And in those games, he completed 60% of his throws. So, you know, and his passer rating was in like the high 70s. And, you know, it's interesting about McCarthy. So if you look at the, at the six quarterbacks that Mike McCarthy has had the most games with, he doesn't make them significantly better or worse. So Aaron Rodgers in his prime was the best. He had a winning playoff record. Matt LaFleur doesn't with him. And he won a Super Bowl. So if he, 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 it doesn't look like, to me, Aaron Rodgers was significantly better with Matt LaFleur. I would say this, the division was better for most of Mike McCarthy's reign than it was the last couple of years with LaFleur. So LaFleur got an easier division. Doesn't look like, so go to old Brett Favre. He got two years of Brett Favre. His last year with Brett Favre, he was 13-3. and three. I don't know. It, it does, I mean, the, the, the passer ratings are close. Touchdown interception. It doesn't look like he screwed up Brett Favre, who a few years later was out of the league. If you look at Dak, if you look at Dak's numbers with McCarthy, without McCarthy, um, <laughs> he's actually better with him. The offensive line's been worse, and Dak is better with McCarthy than he was with Jason Garrett. So he's not screwing that up. How about old Andy Dalton? And Andy Dalton was old. So old Andy Dalton wasn't very good in New Orleans, and he's about 500. And then there's young Cooper Rush. He's gone 5-1 and one with him. Can't bang him for that. How many people go 5-1 and one with their backup? But if you look at the three best quarterbacks that Mike McCarthy has had, Aaron Rodgers isn't significantly better without him. He's winning more in division games. Old Favre, with and without him, same and Dak, slightly better with him. So we can keep blaming Mike McCarthy. He's clearly not ruining the three best quarterbacks he's had. Has a winning record with Cooper Rush. He lost with Brett Hundley, who's not really an NFL quarterback. And old Andy Dalton wasn't very good in New Orleans. He wasn't very good in Dallas. Because right now, old Andy Dalton's not very good. But the only problem with that McCarthy-Dak argument is 49 million. That's Dak's cap hit. Yeah, but that's year. not that's not Mike McCarthy's fault, is it? I know, but it, ultimately who you can't get rid of a 49 million right. cap hit, so who takes the hit? It's going to be the coach. So I know it's not fair. Life's not fair often. Right. But McCarthy loses this game. That's going to be bad. And if they get bounced in the first round by Tampa or Carolina or wherever they go, 
It's going to be really bad. I can see him getting fired. I know it's not popular and it's not fair. They're not getting rid of Dak. He's not going anywhere. I know that. (laughs) Um, Hour two coming up. Blazing five next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.